Hello, everybody, and welcome to the third episode of Shaking and Crying. For today, January 30th, 2018, I'm Rob Roberts. And I'm Arya Snark, but you can call me Victoria if you're nasty. Thanks for checking out our show dedicated to geek culture, pop culture, and me literally finishing up research for the show right before we record because I'm a terrible, terrible procrastinator. Well, welcome to the world of podcasting, my dear. It's it's always yeah. done the, the, the second before. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, oh, shit, that's on the show roll. Okay, I should probably read some stuff about that. That's... Oh. Okay. <laughs> do, do a little bit of research. I mean, we don't claim to be a show that completely educates people. No, not at all. But it's like I should probably know what we're talking about as far as the topics we want to cover go. So I don't want to like just be pulling stuff out of my ass. I mean, we do advocate for reading a little bit here on this show, here and there. Girl. Oh, yes. Drag Race. Oh, yes. Girl. Girl. All Stars. Girl. I'm so excited. <laughs> Who are you rooting for? I know I have a whole nother show for this, but I'm letting it spill over here too. Uh, who are you rooting for? Um, I know. I feel like this is going to be the season that Trixie's going to win. Like, um, because what All Stars one was set up for Chad, All Stars two was set up for Alaska, and I feel like this might be set up for Trixie. But I'm not going to lie and say I really want Dayla to win. And how is Trixie going to beat BB? Like, don't get me wrong. I'm rooting for Trixie as well, and I love Trixie. And I've met Trixie, and she's wonderful. But how is she going to beat BB? Like, really? Well, because BB's like an inch from death because she's ancient. <laughs> what? You better watch that tone because I think BB's like two years younger than I am. Watch your tone. Well, I mean, you're probably one inch from death then because you're uber ancient. Oh, are you the are you the uh, are you the um, uh, all knowing person about death after your little trip this week? Oh my God, you guys! I went to the Museum of Death in Hollywood, and it was amazing. Here I thought that we would have kept all the serial killer stuff and, and Victoria's dark-sidedness to last Never. week's show. But uh, no, here we go. Oh, my God. It was so good. So they had a whole room. Uh, the first room was dedicated to, like, serial killers and their letters and paintings and stuff. So I got to see actual original paintings done by John Wayne Gacy when he was in prison. Um, and that was really cool. Like I, I, like, I nerded out a little bit. And then, like... They had a bunch of stuff that belonged to Richard Ramirez, who is my number one favorite serial killer. Um, and then they had um, they had like uh, uh, an, like a model execution chair, like a, the electric chair. And then um, they had a whole room dedicated to Charles Manson and his and the family. Uh, they had a whole room dedicated to Black Dahlia. They had a bunch of different stuff. It was really really cool. You didn't go home and masturbate, did you? I did not. No, I'm not one of those psychos, but okay. I, I did find it very enlightening and very, um, it was very, very, very entertaining um, for those weirdos who like dark and shit like that. Entertaining? And I, I, did, I, don't think, I don't think the first word I would have thought of would be entertaining. <laughs> I mean, you know, when you when you like true crime shit like that, then yeah, it, it is entertaining. You know, um, you know what's entertaining is the churro cart at Disneyland. That's entertaining. <laughs> Well, yes, that why can't why can't they be both? You don't judge my life, my lifestyle. Um, but I did bring some home some souvenirs. So I did get I got a, a keychain um, with Ted Bundy's face on it. And then I got a like a patch like to sew on jacket or whatever that had a picture of Jim Jones. And then Jim Jones from Jonestown in the 70s. It's a cult that killed themselves in south america oh i thought and, i thought jim um, jones was the center mm -hmm. square on hollywood squares during the revival that was whoopi goldberg was the center square no is it i uh, jim j bullock oh but so it was jim jones and Close. then um on the patch it says kool-aid man because the whole cult killed themselves by drinking cyanide laced kool-aid wow serial killer comedy i never thought that would be a thing but here we are yeah i thought it was really funny so i bought it because I'm dark and I want to put it on a I want to put it on a bag. I've been I've been planning out this bag that I want to make with all my random patches and that's going to be one of them. Where is the Museum of Death? How big is it? How much did it cost? In, I have questions. It's in Hollywood. Um so you know there's always a bunch of weird shit to do in Hollywood. Um so it's in Hollywood. Um it was admission was $15, which not too bad. Um Isn't the Frederick's Museum in Hollywood? I have no idea. I'd rather go see the Museum of Panties than the Museum of Death. Well, then you can, I'll drop you off at the Museum of Panties, and I will go to the Museum of Death. 
Um, it's, it, I mean, it had about, it had about four or five rooms. It actually used to be a recording studio back in, back in the day. Wow. Um, and yeah, so it had about four or five rooms and it was, it was pretty cramped because there were a lot of people there. So I'm not the only weirdo who likes this shit. Um, cause it was pretty crowded in there on Saturday. Um, but yeah, it was really, it was really, really fun. We had a good time. There was me and, uh, four of my girl, three of my girlfriends. We went, it was really fun. <laughs> I just, I can't, I'm just picturing this girl's night out at the museum of death. I just can't get over how surreal this whole thing is, but there were far more women in there than there were men. Is that like a thing? Is that? Like- yeah, I, it, it is. It's a thing. Like it's, um, it's something like I, I read something somewhere where like more women are interested in true crime stuff because it's like, it's a way to make us feel like if we're studying these horrible things, it's like, okay, then we'll have an edge up. We'll have a leg up on if this ever tries to happen to us, you know? Huh? <clears throat> it's like yeah. self-defense or something. Yeah. In a, in a very, very morbid and, and macabre way. Huh? Okay, well, uh, you know how my weekend went. I uh, I was not at the Museum of Death, but um, I should have been. I judged a DDR tournament. Do you know what DDR is? Of course, I know what DDR is. What is it? It's Dance Dance Revolution. Okay. <laughs> I wasn't sure if you were lying. I had to quiz you. Why would I lie about that? I'm I don't know. Stupid. Have you ever played it? Yeah. It's just not something I picture you you playing very often. I picture I'm very bad at it, but I can I've played it. Well, the way you get better at something is you play it a lot and then you get good at it. Yeah. So, I know I I know I have the other show. I guess that's the theme of tonight's show. I just take all my extra baggage from the other shows and dump it here. But Oh, I'm so glad to be part of your leftovers. Yay. <laughs> just reheat Thanks. it for 45 seconds. Uh, but no, I, I, I was asked a couple days before the tournament because I guess somebody had, had dropped out. I was asked if, um, I judge it and I was a little, I was a little nervous about it because I, I don't know if you guys know, but with DDR, the, the dancing game, I, I'm sure everybody's seen it at some point with the, the arrows that go up the screen. Uh, there's this whole community dedicated to freestyle where like you can kind of, you kind of make something snazzy to go in the the tune with the arrows as you're as you're dancing, right? You you kind of use those arrows as a guide to do actual dancing for DDR because usually when guys play DDR, it doesn't look like dancing. It just looks like somebody's playing Spider Stomp on expert difficulty. That's what it looks like. <laughs> so um, DDR freestyle makes Dance Dance Revolution like actual dancing. So um, they did a tournament, and it was the first time in like. 10 years or something like that since Northern California did a, did a DDR tournament. It was kind of like they're trying to bring it back, like old school. So uh, anyway, they asked me to judge, and I was a little nervous at first because I don't really do the freestyle stuff myself. I mean, I'd improved a couple things 10 years ago as a joke to fill time, but I'd never really done it seriously. Uh, and yeah. all, all the other judges were like actual dancers. Um, oh, wow. Yeah, but I was like, well... Weighing the pros and cons, I am really good at judging people. You are very good at that. Yeah. So I was like, okay, well, I do have that qualification. And then I was thinking, well, does Simon Cowell sing? I don't think he does. No, I, I don't. I don't even know why he's famous. Is that I, because he was a producer, and I think he produced the Spice Girls, actually. As well oh, really? as yeah, some of the other big like British exports, I think Simon Cowell had a hand in that. Like if there was like a if there was a boy band or a girl band from the nineties, Simon Cowell probably had a hand in it. I think that's why he's famous. Hmm. Well, that being a, you know being the 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 asshole on American Idol, but like the I don't know, the kind of like lovable asshole. I don't know. Yeah. So, um, but I I had a good time doing all the judging and stuff, and and the, people did a good job on the routines, and uh, it was. A lot of people had really practiced and so forth, but I was so indecisive. I was the last judge to turn in my sheet. I held the whole thing up because I couldn't make a decision. Okay. Does that sound like me? It does sound like you. You are very indecisive. <laughs> but I finally made a decision, and I went with it. And the good news was I, I the, the same person that I said should be the winner was the winner. So, oh, good. Uh, yeah, at least I was on the same page as everybody else. So that made me feel good. Called it. Yeah. Oh, that's what I should have stood up and did when that guy won. I should have went, I called it. But You should have. I don't know why you didn't. It's a missed opportunity, my friend. I don't know. I guess I guess maybe I didn't want to showboat this particular time. Well, wow. 
I'm surprised you actually like showed some modicum of like restraint. Uh, do you think you'd ever enter a DDR tournament? Would you ever? Dan- we need more women to do it. There's not. There was not. There was. You no know why we don't do, do it? it is because our boobs will knock us out. I've seen. Well, back in the day, I saw some women do it, and they were really good. Yeah, I wouldn't do it. I'm not good at it. So I, I mean, like you know, it's not. It's not my thing. Um, you have to. Practice. I can't. I can't seem to like. I can't seem to understand not having one foot in the center at all time. Oh yeah, that's the first thing you have to get away from. You can't. You have to let yourself. You have to break free of the center. Yeah. So that's that's my problem. I just stay in the center, and I'm like, I don't. If it makes me do more than one thing at a time, I don't understand. My brain doesn't work that way. Here you go. Here you go, Victoria. The center is lava. Oh no! Ah! <laughs> Will burn me up. <laughs> and put you in the museum of death. Exactly. All right, uh, let's get into some news. But first, how about some cheap plugs for our social media? Uh, you can follow us on Twitter at Shaking Crying. And you can also visit our website at shakingandcrying.com. And you can leave comments on recent episodes thanks to the infrastructure set up for us by the Voice of Geeks Network at vognetwork.com. Uh, Victoria, we're also on the Instagrams, right? We are on the Instagrams. We are at Shaking and Crying. Um, I've been posting funny memes and all that. So please, um, follow our Instagram account and look for funny memes and updates when the show is going to, uh, going to air. Also, you can subscribe to us on iTunes and Google play. Now we're all on the internet now. Woo. Good, good point. Yeah. We got added to those stores. So you, you no longer have to like go directly to the website to listen. You can, you can download the new episodes in your portable device of choice and you can listen whenever you damn well please it's perfection it is absolute perfection how about some news yay news that's my new song okay so uh television i don't watch a lot of television but i do have a weakness for trashy reality television it's because you're a trashy person and one of my i'm just gonna ignore that comment one of my favorite trashy tv shows that they have every year is big brother so with big brother they if you don't know i mean i I find there's a lot of people that don't know this show so with big brother which they have a version of it in every country so like even if you're not in the u.s they probably have big brother where you are um canada has big brother i mean everybody's got big brother so can you feel me judging you through the internet why are you judging me because you watch big brother okay hold up hold up we need to have a tangent time so I like these stupid shows so much that uh, on like LiveJournal, and I even did this on Facebook recently, you can actually play games that are like based on Survivor and Big Brother, and you can get into like fights with strangers for nothing but the mm-hmm. satisfaction of winning. And I am competitive enough where I've played Big Brother on sites like LiveJournal, Rest in Peace, and Survivor and all this stuff. And I used to do really well at them, but the ones I did recently didn't go so hot. But they're still kind of fun, and I've met some interesting people. And Judgy McJudgerson, Victoria, you (laughs) used to play him too. I have played, and I have won, yes. I did win. What did I win, Big Brother? No, you don't even know what you won. (laughs) Oh, it was Online Survivor. It was Survivor. I won Survivor. Because you and I played together, and we carried each other through the whole game. We did. And that was that was really fun. <laughs> Everybody else, like for some reason, like never like thought like, oh, we should probably take Rob and Victoria out because they fucking know each other and they're biffs. Um, yeah. So, but and I then mean, we were then we were catty bitches and we recorded <laughs> all of our like final questions and all of our like opening and closing statements together and we were like gloating and shit like that it was really fun <laughs> i i know not everybody's a fan of this word but it's really the only thing that can describe us we were the biggest cunts at the end of that <laughs> we so were oh my god we had t- we had t-shirts that we made <laughs> <laughs> no we're not sad people <laughs> <laughs> we made t-shirts no, but the reason – Victoria, you're leaving out the best part. The reason why we made the T-shirts was for the Amazing Race game we were going to play. Oh, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> so, anyway. We're garbage people. <laughs> complete, utter garbage people. I'm anyway. just going to go move into a dumpster now. Bye, guys. <laughs> 
But actually, the the thing is, as much as like we we make fun of like the fact that the two of us like went all the way to the end of that game. There's people that I played that game with that like I still talk to today. Like I made really good friends from that. Yeah, I still. I'm, I mean, I still have friends from from my uh, my live journal game days on, on Facebook. I'm actually probably going to meet up with Therese when I go to Seattle. Oh, so. my God. I, I just met her when I was there. Shout out to Therese. I have no fucking idea if she's listening, but uh, shout out because, uh, yeah, I adore her. She's great. Hey, girl. Hey. So, uh, yeah, and some of the people I, – I played a game recently, and uh, I kind of crashed and burned because, like, uh, I, you, you know, a lot of those games can be intense, right? Because, like, I mean, even if – okay, like, even if you're judgy us right now for the S- Survivor and Big Brother stuff, like – if you and your friends ever play a game like The Resistance or Werewolf or any of those, like, psychological-based games, Battlestar Galactica, Who's the Cylon, that whole stuff, like, you've gotten into this at a party before, I'm sure. Do you D&D? Yeah, and, but, but this is just, but this is, like, are you playing D&D? Like, that, that, that's the same shit. It's just Survivor and but, Big Brother. And, st- and stretched over a period of six entire weeks. Sometimes longer. Yeah. So now imagine it's six weeks and it's right after one of your parents passed away. And then your cat dies one night <laughs> during the middle. So it's like everything piled on and I quit. I, 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 I self evicted from the house cause I couldn't take it anymore. <laughs> oh, honey. That was a lot. Was, I'm better now. That's the good news. Maybe I'll play again someday. I don't know, but it's a lot of time. It is so much time. Yeah, oh my it God. Is. All day long. People want to talk to you. Don't move me out. Don't move me out. So it's, uh, crazy anyway oh yes where was i hi um so (laughs) speaking of trash well guess what there are even more garbagey people than us and they're moving into the celebrity big brother house which was just announced did you know that i saw that the very first time in the u.s we're getting a celebrity big brother on tv where strangers will move into a house and vote each other out until only one person is standing um in the uk They've had this for a long time. They're on like the twenty first version of this in the UK. Holy where, shit. Yeah, where Courtney Act from Drag Race is like mm-hmm. slaying this fucking season. Good for her. She is oh, she is she is educating the British public on things like gender identity and trans issues and how drag queens are not the same as trans people and all this. Like she is she's educating the children's of Britain. Good on for this. her. Yeah, Good for a, you, Courtney. She's doing a great job. Anyway. So, unfortunately, we don't get anybody as great as Courtney Act on our show. Here's who we got. You ready for this? Did you, mm-hmm. Have you read the list, Victoria? I did not read. The only thing I saw was Omarosa. That's the only one I saw. Ugh. All right, yeah. let's start there. Omarosa. So, Omarosa is obviously famous for having done other reality television and being, like, the villainous of these shows. Yeah. And then she worked in the Trump White House. But she no longer works in the Trump White House. So now it's like, did did she quit in order to do this gig? Is that, really a, is that really a step up? I mean, actually, it probably is a step up. Um, I I used to kind of like Omarosa. Like, she was like a love-to-hate type of person. But all the political uh-huh. stuff in the past couple of years, I – no. No, ma'am. Pass. Hard pass. Yeah. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. So these are the people that will hopefully vote her out first. Uh, Brandy Glanville from The Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. I don't know who that is. You don't like The Housewives? You don't watch that? I don't know what that is. All right. Andy Cohen? Okay, I do know Andy Cohen. Sure. Yes, he's – okay. So if you ever turn on Bravo, The Housewives are on. I'm surprised you don't know The Housewives. All right. Uh, We need to talk about that another time. Uh, Former NBA player, Meta World Peace. You know who that is? Yeah, I don't know. Nope. He used to be Ron Artest, but he changed his name after he punched a fan in the face. Okay. Okay. Uh, Let's see. Tony Award winner. Okay, Broadway. You ready? Marissa Mm -hmm. Jeray Winokur. I don't know. What what was she in? Oh, was she she the original Tracy Turnblad? She was the original Tracy Tracy Turnblad. Ding, ding, ding. Yeah, I know. I got one. All right. (laughs) And then um, James Maslow. Who nope. is in the band Big Time Rush? Nope. I have no idea who this guy is. I'm heard, I heard he might be a Nickelodeon guy, but like after my time. Nickelodeon yeah. for me was like Lisa Ruddy on You Can't Do That on Television. Yeah. Who Victoria kind of reminds me of. Anyway, um, Miss Adriana. Oh, sorry. No, not Adriana. 
Ed, Ed, Eredina Gutierrez. I totally butchered her name. She is Miss Columbia 2015. Is she the one that Steve Harvey fucked over? Ding, 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 ding. You got it. She is the one that Steve Harvey screwed over and named as Miss America before. Oh, wait. JK. Miss Universe. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Oh, Miss Universe. <laughs> who cares? All right. Uh, Chuck Liddell. You know who Chuck Liddell is? I know the name. Who is that? I don't know. A UFC player. Ultimate Fighting Championship legend. Okay. All right. Here's one I would hope to God you know. Shannon Elizabeth. Oh, my I, girl. I think, remind me. I know the name. Who is that? American Pie. Scary. Oh, yes, 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 yes. Okay, yes. 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 She's, she's yes. the sex kitten type in uh, American Pie. And then she was in Scary Movie. I think she played the Drew Barrymore part in Scary Movie. And then she disappeared. Yeah. And uh, let's see, Ross Matthews. Now I know you. Okay, it. yes, I know. I love. Ross. I know he. <laughs> I know. Like you would probably rather do this show with Ross Matthews than me, but I'm who you get. Um, <laughs> you're, you're you're my second rate, Ross Matthews. Okay. <laughs> well, thanks, lady. All right. <laughs> uh, Keisha Knight Pulliam. Pulliam. You know who that is? Oh, she was Rudy on on uh, on what's it called? The Cosby Show, wasn't she? The Cosby Show, right? And, you know, Bill Cosby's been in the news a lot lately, so... Uh, let's not talk about Bill Cosby right now. We're not, not going to go that route. Let's move right on to uh, Mark McGrath. You know who that is? Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> what was that? <laughs> Fucking Mark McGrath. Oh, my God. Here's the thing. Okay, here's the thing about Mark McGrath. Like, if you don't know who that is, he used to be in the band Sugar Ray, right? Which was a... Yeah. I just want to fly, right? That was him. And then, it, like, he hosts yeah. Extra. Okay, whenever I look at him now, do you know who I see? Who? I see the guy who had so much plastic surgery, he wants to look like Ken. Oh, my God, really? Is That's... he, like, all... Is he all... Is he a quilt? That's what Mark McGrath looks like to me. Like, sorry, not sorry. Oh, my God. Hold on. I have to send this to Victoria in chat. Maybe she'll see it here. An actual picture. I don't know if you can, I don't know if you can click links while we're doing the show. But there's a picture of what Mark McGrath looks like now. And tell me, especially. Oh, my God. Doesn't he look like the, the Ken doll addicted to plastic surgery? Yeah, he does. He He looks like he's trying to retain what he looked like in the 90s. He's still got the frosted hair and everything. <laughs> like... That bitch probably has less hair than I do, IRL. Just say no to frosted tips, you guys. Just say no. So, anyway, so there you go. That's the cast of Celebrity Big Brother. So, are you going to watch those people fight and maybe uh, hit each other and beat each other up? No. No. And you know why I'm actually really irritated about this is because the one person who should have been on this show, the queen of reality television, if you're going to have a show with D-list reality celebrities, how do you not have Tiffany New York Pollard from Flavor of Love in your cast. Oh, that's true. I'd love to see her and, and Amorosa go head to head. Oh, please. If there is a God, if there is a Jesus, if there is a Buddha, a Mother Nature, and a whatever, put Amorosa, or not Amorosa, put Tiffany Pollard in that house as a surprise house guest. Yes, that would be amazing. But first. And what about that other one? The, the, what's the other one that had her own show with a slut on MTV? What was her? Oh, uh, Tila Tequila. Is that who you're thinking Her. of? Her. Yes. She's kind of a mess. And she has, she has like, crazy-ass connections to, like, like the radical right, like, Nazi shit. Oh, Jesus. I don't know if that was ever – I don't know if she ever disavowed that or whatever, but, like, there was just some articles and things I read on her where I was like, mm-mm, 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 mm-mm. No, no, ma'am. <laughs> no, ma'am. No, ma'am. <laughs> All right. How about our next news story? Yes, ma'am. Yes, yes, ma'am. This is better than than uh, than um, Big Brother. So apparently, in England, um, there is going to be a super exclusive boat tour, um, and it's going to be it's an unofficial seven night experience aboard an eight person barge, and it's a Harry Potter themed river cruise. Lord Almighty, have you bought your ticket yet? I don't ha I'm not made of money. If I had a million dollars, I would do it. Here's the thing, y'all, if you didn't already know. Victoria is obsessed.com with Harry Potter. 
Like I am. She she dresses up as fucking the characters or Bel- at least Bellatrix. You've done. Yeah, I have Bellatrix, and then I'm gonna do. My friend and I are gonna be. Um, I'm gonna be Queenie from the the um, Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them, and my friend's gonna be Serafina. So we have that planned. So are you gonna go on the cruise? I mean, I, I, if, oh, let's say you had the money, would you go on the cruise if you had the money? If I had the money, yes, I'd absolutely go on the cruise because it's it basically it's gonna um, it's gonna go down the Thames. Uh, in this coming summer, and it's going to stop at different places from the Harry Potter film series. So it'll go um, to the uh, Picket Post Close, which is the location of number four Privet Drive, which is where Harry lived with his aunt, uncle, and cousin. Um, it'll go to the Christchurch College at Oxford University, which was used for filming Hogwarts Great Hall, um and Virginia Water, where Harry met Buckbeat the Hippogriff uh, for the first time. So it's going to do different um, different places like that. Uh, it sh- also says it's going to stop around England, in- including um, Hampton Court Palace and Windsor Castle. So it's going to go all over to these awesome places that's um, a more in-depth uh, tour, like the behind-the-scenes tour at the Warner Brothers studio. Well, that's kind of cute that they're actually going to places that were in the movie. Like, that's that seems different than... Okay, so the first thing that popped in my mind, since we're letting other shows invade this one tonight, is I'm thinking is about... Grandpa going on his Star yes, Trek cruise? Yes, Grandpa going on the uh, Star Trek cruise. So uh, we call uh, Captain Matt from Starboard Power Coupling, we call him Grandpa uh, for in-joke reasons that are none of your business. So we... <laughs> <laughs> Um, we uh, uh, saw him go on the Star Trek cruise with, with Ken from that show, and they really tried to get me to go, and I really wanted to go, but I didn't have the time he off. He tried to get me to go, too. I don't watch Star Trek. I still think, you know, I don't watch a lot of Star I'm watching the new one. I'm actually, I'm loving Discovery. Like, I, it took me a little bit to warm up to it, but, like, girl, girl, Sunday's episode of Discovery was so hot. Like, it was it was awesome. So um, I'm liking the new one. And I used to watch, like, The Next Generation, like, after work. But, like, I, I, I can't remember episodes and, like, what happened in, like, like 15 years ago in plot lines. Like, they can't. I can't do that. But still, yeah. the Star Trek cruise. So here's the thing. Your Harry Potter cruise, it's actually going to filming locations. The Star Trek cruise ain't going to space. It's going to, like. Jamaica and you know these these places that a cruise boat would would usually go to in the Caribbean anyway so yeah it's, it's just kind of interesting that the Harry Potter cruise instead of going to like tourist destinations goes to like actual filming locations but that would be really cool for the uber nerds do you know do you do you know anybody doing this surely you have other no I I, I don't know anybody who's doing it I mean, it is in it's in England so I mean I don't have a lot of friends over there but um, okay, so the, but you, there are huh? reasons to go in England. You and I have a blood pact that if the Spice Girls ever reunite and it's in England, get fucking stamp the passport, bitch. We're going. Yeah. Oh, yes. I mean that's that that's been written in history since like the minute we met. It is pretty much um, the first verse of the Bible. Basically, it's like I don't even know what the actual first verse of the Bible is. It's fucking Robin and Victoria are going to go see the Spice Girls in England if that ever happens. That's what it says. Yeah. On the first word day, God created Jerry. That's how it starts. Yes, because she is the best one. Um, but so this cruise just starts at fifty three hundred dollars. Oh That's the starting god. rate for this cruise. Oh my god! But it includes all your meals, wine, and afternoon tea experience, and <laughs> and and a wizard an robe. Bar. What? An open bar. And oh, oh, okay. Well, that's important. I mean, yes, it's because if you're not, if you don't get absolutely shit faced at least one night on your cruise, you did it wrong. Oh yeah, no. I mean, uh, I was hearing all about the cruise when I guested on Starboard Power Coupling, and and there's a lot of drinking that goes on. Horny nerds drinking for seven days straight. I mean, what could possibly happen? When I went on my cruise, I got super shit faced the first night I was there, and then I got swine flu. And I couldn't drink anymore. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm just laughing at like the horrificness of that situation. That'd be the worst thing ever to go on a vacation. You've been saving all this money. You paid 5,300 bucks to go on a fucking boat to, to down the river Thames to visit all these locations. And you fucking get 
the flu the second day on the trip and you spent- not even just the flu no i got fucking swine flu mm. i got swine flu on a boat it was horrible and then of course you know we had a mutual friend unfortunately pass away a few years ago from mm. swine flu right and i text i text um grandpa and i was like hey yo i got swine flu on this cruise i'm probably not going to be home like when I said I was, and his response was, you know, that's what Beth died from, right? Thanks. Because that's not what's going through my head. Thanks. A, a kind, like, com- kind, compassionate soul. Isn't he a wonderful person? I love him to pieces, but I wanted to punch him real hard when he said that to me. <laughs> ah. So I want to go on this cruise and hopefully if you do go on this cruise, make sure you take some Tamiflu just in case because you don't want to. Get swine flu like I did. Or get sick the week before. Get it out of your system yeah. so you have immunity during this exactly. trip. Exactly. Exactly. Plan your sickness, people. Plan it. Well, you know the perfect solution to any plan, Victoria. What? Fire. Oh, yeah. And get this. Uh, so so Tesla guy. Do you know Tesla guy, Elon Musk? Yeah. Who I feel like is like the personification of every man in America going through a midlife crisis. But he has some really good ideas. And then he has this. Um, and he has a terrible name. Like, his name is horrible. Well, you know. But you can't do anything about your name, Victoria. Yes, well, you can. You can change your name. That's what, You can go by your middle name like I do. That's what I did. You do, yes, you do. <laughs> anyway, uh, so here's the thing. Uh, Elon Musk is planning to sell a through his company, The Boring Company, which I believe was created um, not to make Teslas, but The Boring Company is supposed to do, like, that underground tunnel in L.A. Because I guess traffic in L.A. is as horrible as everybody says it is, and then some, right? It is. I live here. And so what if there was a tunnel that could take you from one end of L.A. to the other automatically and you just drive underneath all the bullshit? Okay, but like there are millions of people who live here. A. B. When that big fucking earthquake hits, the people under the ground are going to be fucked. Like that just sounds like a terrible, terrible idea. Well, that's for the that's up to the boring company to figure out our our safety. Your safety, Victoria, is in the hands of the boring company. Anyway. Oh, how wonderful. So the Boring Company also is uh, for I don't know why, but they've decided to put out flamethrowers. That's what they're doing. They oh, are, that's safe. They're selling flamethrowers for five hundred dollars. And guess what? They've already sold twenty thousand flamethrowers. Because in this world where we live in unquestionable times, where like there's fucking school shootings every other minute, let's give these kids fire as well. Like that's oh my god. Uh, I guess I, I guess this was after they sold hats. Uh, they've decided to sell uh, flamethrowers for five hundred dollars, and if you need it, a thirty dollar fire extinguisher, also branded with the Boring Company. So not only are you getting a flamethrower, but you're getting a flamethrower that's branded with the Boring Company. So <clears throat> the first thing people asked is, is this shit legal? <laughs> Pretty much. I mean, yeah. I'm paraphrasing a little bit. But, you know, basically the first question is, is this shit legal? And in a tweet, because that's how we get our news now is through Twitter, uh, Elon Musk said ATF, which I think is the alcohol, tobacco, firearms, says that any flamethrower with a flame shorter than 10 feet is A-OK. Our design is max fun for least danger. I'm sorry. Says the people who caused Waco. (laughs) I mean, I'm sorry. I've just been watching a lot of shit about Waco lately. Oh, my God. Max fun. For least danger. I'd be way more scared of a steak knife. First off, there is nothing scary about a steak knife. Do you know why? Why? Because that means you're about to eat some fucking steak. Right? You going sizzler. You going sizzler. So th- let's let's get that out of the way first. There's nothing scary about a steak knife. Because that means my fat ass gets to eat steak tonight. Thank you very much. Hell yeah. Now a flamethrower that shoots nine and a half feet of flames, that's a little bit scary. Like, I know we talk about the, you know, fire is cool, but controlled fire, fireworks at Disneyland, cool. Uh, yes. When you, when you ride Indiana Jones and the little fire thing uh, flames up a little bit, that's cool too. Your next, yeah. your next the fire, th- the fire in World of Color is fucking rad. This your, shit. Yeah. I don't trust, I don't trust motherfuckers who aren't Disney with fire around me. Your next door neighbor who wears a Make America Great Again hat does not need to own a flamethrower under any circumstances. This is just who. Oh, my God. This is just a bad idea. 
Like well, let's hey, I have a no I have a new idea. Let's make a let's make a toy for babies and cover it with razor blades. <laughs> so I think some people do that on Halloween. So here's the thing. California, our great state that we live in, it sounds like they may establish some guidelines independent from federal regulation. Okay. And I guess this is in a comment from uh, who said this? One of some some representative in California. Uh, says, oh, I'm in awe of Mr. Musk's genius with Tesla and SpaceX. Uh, With great power comes great responsibility. There's many times in which technology and inventions benefit society but are not made available to the public. We don't allow people to walk in off the street and purchase military-grade tanks or armor-piercing ammunition. I cannot even begin to imagine the problems a flamethrower would cause firefighters and police officers alike. So in other words, they're about ready to legislate this shit to be illegal. Good, because fucking California is a tinderbox and we burn to the ground every, like, two or three times a year. Oh, we yeah. don't need to trust some dumbass stoner kid and give him a fucking flamethrower. Like, that's the last thing we need in this state. Uh, so, again, uh, since we get our news from Twitter, here's the tweet from Miguel Santiago, who is one of the, I believe, representatives for District 53, I think. If this is real, the flamethrower, I'm outraged and you should be too. If this is a joke, then it's a terribly insensitive one given that we're coming off the worst wildfire season in history. Either way, in all caps, not funny, not going to happen. Good for you, Miguel. Props, snap, snap. Miguel got a little sassy in that tweet. (laughs) Miguel is not having any of this bullshit. No, Miguel is not having this fuckery whatsoever. Miguel is done. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Miguel oh is taking gosh. your five hundred dollars to the bank. All, all right. Anyway, all right. I'm done um, talking about fire, Victoria. Okay, we're done talking about fire. Yeah, for now. For now. Okay. I mean, I'll always be flaming, but we're talking about. We're not going to talk about any more fire. <laughs> As we always do, said you can be open, you can be flaming, but you can't be both. <laughs> Fine. Um, but. Okay, so moving on to um, less flaming uh, news. Carrie Fisher won a Grammy on Sunday. Uh, space Grandma will always have a fire so, in my she's, heart. She's, 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 space Mom. Oh, sorry. Uh, space Grandma. Space Mom. Space, space Excuse mom. me. Space yes, Mom will, right. will always have a fire in my heart. Always. So she won a posthumous Grammy for her spoken word album, um, it's a recording of her audiobook, The Princess Diarist, um, which basically uh, was her writing down her experiences while making the original Star Wars movie. And if you want to hear The Princess Diarist, sign up for audible.com using keyword shaking. And cr- Just kidding. The show doesn't have sponsors. We're not that cool. Nope. <laughs> um, but apparently Carrie Fisher beat out um, Neil deGrasse Tyson, uh, Shelley Pinkin, um, Bruce Springsteen, Bernie Sanders, and Mark Ruffalo. Well, I hope yeah. the, I hope the Bernie Bros are gonna let uh, you know let this one go because Carrie I Fisher mean, was pretty. I awesome. feel like the, all the Bernie Bros also loved Space Mom, so I think it's like okay, well, if Bernie had to lose again, um, you know, at least he lost to Space Mom. At this least time. it was to Carrie Fisher, yeah, which is yeah. a little a little more acceptable. I understand yeah. that. Yeah, she um she this isn't her first Grammy either. She actually won. Uh, she was nominated for a Grammy in 2009 um, for her book, Wishful Drinking. Did you ever see that, that HBO special that she did? I about didn't. Wishful Drinking? No, I didn't. Oh, my God. You should. It's so good. Is, it's it on, just, is it on Netflix? It's on HBO Go. I don't know if I have, have that. Oh, well, you should find it because it's great. All right, I'll, um, I'll pirate it on the internet. That's what we do these days. That's how we do. That's how we do things. It's fine. Um, but she, um, she, uh, it's it's really good. She just basically talks about growing up in Hollywood. Um, my favorite little bit that she did was like the Hollywood incest chart, where she talks about like her mom's marriage and like how Elizabeth Taylor stole her mom's husband away and all these crazy things. It's really really entertaining. And, you know, it's just space mom being space mom. Weren't all their husbands gay anyway? Well, at least Elizabeth Taylor had, I think, had two of them. Had yeah. two gay husbands. Elizabeth Taylor had two gay husbands. Carrie Fisher was married to a gay guy. Like She was. Yeah. So And so was so was um Judy Garland married a couple gay guys, well, as did Liza. I mean That's why they're all gay icons. I mean, honestly. They just they attract gays in life and death. It's true. 
Well, congratulations. I mean, it's a wonderful it's a wonderful thing to do is attract the gays. I've been doing that since my whole entire life. It's wonderful. I want to say congratulations to Carrie Fisher. However, I need to mention this because it's important. This is like the only good thing I could say about the Grammys because Victoria, I don't know about you, but I fucking hate the Grammys. I haven't watched in 20 years. The Grammys Yeah, I don't give a shit. are pointless. The awards are stupid. Everybody every year complains that the wrong fucking person won the award, yet they continue to watch anyway. For example, this year, well, I saw a picture of Megan Trainer holding a Grammy. That in itself, problem. Number two, Ed Sheeran. That ginger guy. And I say that as a fellow ginger, but even I look at him and I go, you, you dumb ginger. Um, <laughs> he beat... Kesha and Lady Gaga. He beat Kesha for praying, which was like album of the millennia. Yeah. Well, see, this is how I look at it. If Beyonce's not nominated for anything, I don't care. Well, Jay Z like, was. I mean, so I, well, he's a cheating bastard. I don't give a shit about him. <laughs> oh, okay. It's kind of royalty by proxy in some ways. No, all right. All right, all right. he 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 uh, gave that up when he cheated on Beyonce. Um, but but uh. Except, I know you hate the Grammys. I know you do. However, fucking Patty Lupone. Okay, that I did see. Yes, yes, that I did see. Okay, my neighbor is incapable of listening to music or TV at a reasonable level, so I heard it through the floor, and I was basically sobbing in a corner because she's so fucking perfect. Yeah, no, no, I, no, no lies detected. Uh, she is, she is quite possibly uh, Broadway Jesus. I don't know what else to call her. Um, I mean, yeah. I, when I when I heard the start of "Don't Cry for Me, Argentina" through the fucking floor, I was just like, "What? What? What is this? What is happening?" Like, the, and then I stood the, by my open door. I had my I had my patio door open, and I stood there and I listened to it. Were you? And clutch, I was just like clutching you, my pearls. You were clutching your jewelry that you're too poor to own. Yes, I was clutching my plastic fake pearls, <laughs> and just like, oh my god, I was trying. So I was trying to. I was trying to get. Um, speaking of Broadway, I was trying to get my uh, my elf of a bodice for one of the cosplays that I'm doing. I was trying to get that sewn together, and then I heard Patty Lupone, and I just had to stop doing what I was doing and just fucking listen. I paused Parks and Rec, and I just had to fucking listen because she's just like, oh my god. No, that is completely reasonable. Anytime Patty Lupone sings or speaks, you need to stop what you're doing and listen. You really do. She is a goddamn American treasure. She's also the biggest fucking diva, but like she's earned it. She's earned it. Oh yeah, oh yeah. But she's deep. She's like she seems like she's a diva, but not in a bitchy way. No, oh, I've seen a oh, girl. There's been some interviews where she's a real bitch about it. <laughs> oh okay. But she does. You know what? She deserves it. You know yeah, what? She's she fucking can, Patty Lapone. She could slap me in the face, and I'd say thank you. Right. You're like, can I have another one? Yeah, exactly. Like- um, here's, here's the thing though. The performances, eh, they get, they, they do a decent job with that sometimes. Like Kesha did sing and she had like Cindy Lauper and, uh, Camilla Cabello and all these other people were like singing with her and she, you know, she, she did that note and it was all really good. Right. Um, mm-hmm. but like sometimes like at the Grammys, I don't get like, I don't know if you heard that Lord, she was up for album of the year, which it was a pretty good album. I, I like, I didn't like Lord, Lord during her first album, but I really like this new one. Um, but they, they didn't, they, all the other album of the year people got to do a song and they were like, Lord, we want you to do like with other women. And she was like, no, if they get to all do their own song, I want to do my own song. And I think she was within her rights to ask for that. And so she, so the Grammys are just, they're done. The Grammys are the only awards show I know where one of the awards is straight up cursed and everybody knows it. It's the best new artist award, right? It's like the award you don't want to win. Cause your career gonna die. Hmm. Anyway, the only the only bro- the only um award show that I actually watch is the Tonys. Well, but you're because I'm secret I, on the inside. I'm a 65 year old gay man inside and outside. Just kidding. And, yeah, well, yes. Um. But no. Speaking of like Tonys and musicals and Patti Lupone and all that. Um. Apparently, um. Steven Spielberg is doing a remake of West Side Story. Okay. And I don't know how I feel about it. Didn't we already um, talk about remakes and here we go again? But I know, I know, I know, I know. But, but West like, Side Story is just, it's so, I mean, I hate Romeo and Juliet and it's basically a retelling of Romeo and Juliet with like 
music. Well, but, and, and Broadway standards have a little more room to be reinvented than anything else. Yes, but this is a movie remake. Okay, this is not a this is this isn't a revival. It's a movie remake. Yeah, I know, I know. But you know, when usually the movies that are based on Broadway, they they get remade over and over. I guess. But the good thing about this, though, is that they're actually going to do conscious casting. So they're going to cast. They're looking for um, Latino and Latina actresses to play the people on the shark side, which is really cool. Because, like, um, the only one who was actually Latina when they did the original West Side Story was Rita Moreno, who played Anita. Um, The guy who played... uh, the guy who played Benny was Greek, I think. And then Natalie Wood was, I think she's Ukrainian or descended from Ukrainian. Um, so they're actually going to get, you know, they're going to consciously cast this, this movie and it's going to be, it's going to be really cool. So I'm, I'm excited about that part. So no more like Emma Stone playing somebody Asian. That's not going to happen. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Good. I read an article today where like they put, um, Rita Moreno was saying that like they put everybody in on like on, who played on the the shark side they put them all in the same like dark brown foundation so they were doing brown face and stuff regardless of like the fact that Rita Moreno is actually Latina um they still put her in like in like brown face which was you know obviously not okay so, so this, this movie 1960s different time this you know, movie needs to be remade to correct things that were done very very wrong the first time Yes, but I mean, it was the 60s when it got made, and it's a very different time, and that's, I mean, that's not an excuse, but, you know, you look at it, and it's like, okay, well, it's, it's a different time and different time period, and they all did different things back then. It's but, yes, history, don't to, repeat they it. They are going to repair the wounds that was left by the original, which is which is nice, and I'm excited, I am excited to see that. All right. All right. Well, I'm so- still going to go see it, even though I'm going to bitch and moan about it, but I'm still going to see it. So when it comes to remakes, uh, anything that's a musical gets a pass. Yeah. Yeah, I guess. Depends. Did, did you see I mean it's gonna it's gonna be hard to compare, you know what I mean? Speaking of musical, did you see the updated new sixty second spot for Mamma Mia two? I saw that Cher is singing Fernando. Cher singing Fernando. <gasps> That's my favorite ABBA song. Oh my god. Oh my god. Like I know that movie is gonna be fucking terrible because we kinda didn't need a sequel to Mamma Mia, but I'm gonna pay it to see Cher sing Fernando. You should come down here and we should see it together. Oh, that'd be fun. Then we can take a, tape an episode in person. We can do a live podcast. Uh, oh, my ex- God. Except we'll have to do it at, like, the corner of a Starbucks because we can't sell out a theater. I know, right? It's just oh, going to be like, come over and see and listen to us talk about random shit, people, <laughs> at this Starbucks. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's uh, let's get into uh, some tweets. We have tweets to read tonight. Isn't that exciting? What? I know. And if you want to tweet us, you can tweet us at Shaking Crying. So Marcus Boy sent us a tweet this week saying, just added Shaking Crying into my podcast rotation. So thank oh, you, Marcus. Oh, thanks, Marcus. And then but what was interesting is that he had a photo of all the podcasts that he was subscribed to. Uh, and I thought maybe we could take some time to judge all his other podcast subscriptions. But luckily for Marcus, we're running a little long, so we, we'll, we'll table that to another week. Yes. All right. Sater69 tweeted us, and I believe he hosts a podcast still, uh, Satersphere. I know he's a host on a podcast. But he wanted to know, is your show funny? Is it gay? <laughs> so, Victoria. Yes and yes. Yes. Yes and Yes. <laughs> Yas, queen, yas. <laughs> we try to be funny. I mean, sometimes we're intentionally funny. Sometimes we're unintentionally funny. So you just let me know how y'all feel. Rob is funny looking. <laughs> uh, we have a tweet from SF Redhead. You tweet yourself? No, I don't live in SF. alt account? No, this is not alt account. I'm not like fucking somebody who has like five accounts tweeting myself. I'm your biggest fan. Uh, but SF Redhead did say, I adore Sky. That's my personal Twitter. Thank you. If I had written that tweet, that would have been a good way to, to do it. I adore Sky. Hooray for a new podcast. You may want to fix the Twitter description one park to one part. Typos are insidious. And I did. This is why we don't let you do nice things, Rob. God. I did have a typo in the Twitter description. It said one park geek or something like that. Well, no. I, I blame autocorrect. All right. One more tweet from Ninja Bunny who said Yay, Ninja Bunny. 
who said, if Victoria likes crime dramas and serial killers, which, boy, as if last week wasn't enough, we certainly learned more about that this week. If Victoria likes crime dramas and serial killers, she should give Psychopaths a shot. And do you know what Psychopaths is? No. I did not know what Psychopaths was either, so I had to Google it. And it looks Uh like Psychopaths is a Japanese cyberpunk anime television series. So it's an anime. Do you watch anime? I do not. Why not? I, I it's not my thing. Um, my roommate's super into it. My roommate actually just went to um, Anime LA this weekend. It was a convention in Ontario, uh, California, not Canada. Well, then should but, it be Anime Ontario? Liars. I know, right? Um, but yeah, anime is just not my thing. Um, I don't judge those that it that it is their thing. It's just personally not for me. I watched Sailor Moon when it was cool when I was in fourth grade, and that's the last time I watched anime. Hey, my husband still watches Sailor Moon, so you better watch where you're going with that statement. No, I mean, like, I did a freaking... I helped a friend out last year and did a freaking Sailor Moon cosplay with her. So, I mean, like, I'm not... I don't judge, so... You did look really cute, too, like... It was, a, it was like we did a Christmas... It was a Christmas Sailor Scouts thing, and I was Sailor Jupiter. It was super cute. Well, if you wanted to know if maybe this one would woo you over, it's an authoritarian future dystopia where omnipresent public censors continuously scan the mental states of every passing citizen. Oh, thank God it ain't oh, real. Oh, that's very 1984. Right. With the thought police. Collected data on both present mentally and aggregated personality data is used to gauge the probability of that citizen committing a crime. So that is your psychopath. Ooh. So it's like Minority Report mixed with 1984. And a little bit of Black Mirror. A little bit of all that. You a Black Mirror yeah. fan? Are you a Black yeah. Mirror fan? I've seen a couple episodes. I watched the first season. I haven't seen any anything else. I didn't know anything about like I knew it was like a Twilight Zone kind of thing, but like I didn't know anything about it. And then I started watching it and I watched the first episode first. And I think I'm a little scarred for life. Yeah, that first step, I, I was, what's, I'm the exact same boat as you. I've only seen those first three episodes, which was the first season, right? Because overseas, seasons can be like three episodes. So I saw that first season, and like, I was not, like, I don't know how you mentally prepare for that first episode. Like, I was not. I always, now, when people are saying I'm going to start watching Black Mirror, I always tell them, don't watch that first episode first. I said, watch that one last. <laughs> because if not, it's going to, it's just, ugh. Uh, nope. Nope. And don't have ribs for dinner when you're um, watching it. That's all I have to say. Yeah, just avoid ribs and bacon for a while. We made it to the end of an episode. Huzzah! So if you want to tweet us again, something for next week, at Shaking Crying. And you can also leave comments at vognetwork.com. And on our Instagram, at Shaking and Crying. Hell yeah. And if uh, you guys don't interact with us on Twitter, then Victoria's just going to post more dank memes, such as... The meme of the week, which is the whole, uh, is she going to jump from there? Yeah, and it was the Spice Girls bus. So <laughs> please go over because it's a very it's a very good meme. Uh, I posted one on my personal Facebook, and it was Javert from Les Mis when he's about to jump off the bridge to kill himself. Uh, my husband's been uh, making up some, but they're all like gaming references. Like he did one with Sephiroth, and it said, is she, is she going to jump from there? And then it's when he stabs Aerith, but... Like, that's not funny unless you know Final Fantasy VII, which I wouldn't expect that you do. I don't. All right. Maybe next time. Anyway, that's going to do it for another episode of Shaking and Crying. So we will see you next week. Next Tuesday. Bye, everybody. Bye, all.